Hey, it's Lisa Ann here. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the More Than Social podcast. I'm a digital marketing expert, self-development junkie, and your go-to for all things marketing, ads, and automation. I'm so excited that you popped by to hang out with me today, so let's dive right into the topic. I'm not going to lie to you, I am pretty excited yet kind of anxious for this interview episode. This week is going to be a little bit different. In fact, I'm not even going to be the interviewer. I'm jumping onto the other side of the equation and I will be the interviewee. And we actually have two special guests this week. The first one is Simona, the producer of the More Than Social podcast episodes, who will be asking all the questions and leading today's interview episode. The second person is my husband, Brian. If you weren't aware, Brian joined my team just about three years ago and has been working full-time 100% online ever since. We thought it would be fun to do an episode together for all of those couples out there curious about what it's like running a business with your significant other. There are, for sure, a lot more challenges working with your partner than there is with a stranger, but there also are a lot of amazing pros. So without further ado, let me pass the mic over to Simona, who will be guiding today's episode. Hi, Simona. Hi, Brian. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Brian. So excited for this episode. I was just saying to our listeners, I'm excited, but also a little anxious about this one. Don't know why, but it's going to be fun. I mean, I think it could be a little bit nerve wracking to have your husband on the podcast and me asking you all these questions about what it's like to work together. Um, I'm really excited and I'm so honored to be on here today chatting with you both and um, really digging into all the questions that I know a lot of entrepreneurs have. I know myself have. I say all the time, and I'll just say this for your listeners, I say this all the time too, Lisa, everyone needs a Brian. And I feel like it's a tagline now. So I'm excited for everyone to uh, to dive into this one. So to get us started, Lisa, can you share your story of how you and Brian started working together in the first place? So I started my business in 2015. At that time, I wanted to be able to travel and just work online. Didn't want to have to do the whole nine to five commute anymore. But As we started shifting into getting older, buying a house, getting married, I guess I could say as we started like settling down, the traveling got a little bit harder because I was leaving Brian all the time and he was working his job and didn't have that flexibility. So I remember I was in Mexico, I think it was for like three weeks or so, and Brian's just at home and I'm doing my thing and it just got harder and harder. Or even when I was at home, he had his pretty set schedule working what, 12 to 14 hour days, six days a week where I was either traveling or if I wasn't traveling, I was at home all alone, living my flexible lifestyle and he was never around to do anything with me. So I started getting pretty frustrated about it. And I was like, you know what? Like this is just not working anymore. I want you to have more flexibility. I want you to have more freedom. Long story short, it was always in the back of my mind to be able to have Brian work online in some way, shape or form. Didn't necessarily mean with me, didn't necessarily, I didn't know what he was actually going to do at that time, but it was something that I knew I wanted for our family and our future to be able to just have that flexibility. But Brian worked a seasonal job and he can get into that himself, but he worked a seasonal job and in the winters, which was what, three years ago, Brian, four years ago that you started doing stuff with me in the winters. 
Yeah, like 20, I think 2017 or 2018, I kind of started getting a little, like I started with the financial side of things and started taking care of invoicing and paying bills and stuff like that. And just kind of, you know, that would be my biggest strength, I think, within the business still to this day is like a numbers guy. So that's really where I started is just kind of taking that off of your plate. Not even just like in the winter, but just all the time, really. And then it was the November 2019, I guess, when the golf season ended that like I took on a full-time role and the plan was to see how it went through the winter, see what kind of shape and we were in in the spring and what things were looking like. And I was planning on going back to the golf course at that point. And then COVID hit and we were booming and I was liking it. So we just said, let's just ride it out. And uh, yeah, like three or two, two and a half years later, here we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he started working, just doing random things for me while he was off during the season. Again, he had nothing to do and I was sitting there working. So I'm like, it's not fair that you're just sitting there and I'm over here working. Mm-hmm. So he started doing random things for me, invoicing financial stuff. That was a great thing. It obviously got me off of that side and I could focus on other aspects of the business. And then we just kind of slowly took it one day at a time and to see where we got. And eventually we said, you know what, let's just take this plunge. Yes. He didn't want to go back to the golf course during COVID just with all the changes and whatever. And then, yeah, here we are. Now he does a lot more for me, which is fantastic. That's pretty much our journey. That's amazing. I love that so much. And you guys work so well together too. And I have to say, just having the like honor and privilege of working with both of you, you know, it's just, Brian is always so on top of things you both are. And I think that it makes you like this like power team and helping all of your clients because you're both playing into your strengths at all, like, at all times. You know what I mean? So if someone else were to potentially want to work with their significant other, how would they know when the right moment is? I don't even think there is a right moment, but I think it's more so it's, it's not easy. I'll say it that way, first of all, but there's never a right moment. I think it's more so just being willing to take that leap together and trusting the process, but also realizing that it either could be a slow process. It could be a fast process, but like, obviously I trust Brian with my life, my business, everything. So that's a big piece of it, but it's also from my perspective and Brian, you can give your perspective, but from me, I knew I needed that help. I knew that I needed, I needed something. I needed someone else to work with me on a full-time basis, not just the subcontractors that we work with. And I needed that person to one I can trust, but to someone that I can train and mentor along the way. So it was kind of easy for me. I'm not going to say easy, but it was easy for me to know that I needed someone and I would rather that someone be in my family or Brian or someone that I could one, help financially that way, but two, Mm. now we have that flexibility. So I needed someone. Brian was available. Here we go. So I don't know, Brian, if you have another opinion. Yeah, I'd just say like kind of like playing to your strengths. Like obviously when you started to get busier and taking on more and more clients and we realized, okay, like this is not a one-man show anymore. We need to be able to outsource some stuff. And then it's like, well, no, I'm available. Why don't we teach me and and expand my skill set a little bit and see what I can take on and I think like even to this day, like every day I'm learning a little bit more and this is very good at kind of, you know, a lot of our tasks are repetitive or will happen like once a month or once a week or, you know, same thing happens for every client or whatever. So it's just a simple, like Lisa will record her screen and, and do it once. And then it's like, that's my reference. And until mm-hmm. I get something down packed, like I always have that reference. So it's just, it was, for us, it was like, well, why are we going to pay someone else to do this when I can learn, I can do it. 
and save the money, keep it in house. And, and yeah, like, I, like I said, still to this day, I'm still kind of learning a little bit more every day and, and trying to just make myself as useful as possible whenever I can. And, and just playing to those strengths. And if there's something that's totally out of my skill set, or at least it doesn't have time to, we'll still outsource that. But yeah, yeah, that's I that. what I would say. That's amazing. I think that works really well too, because you know, you're setting up different systems and, and all of those different things that you need in your business, but you're also, you know, I feel like I feel like it'd be easy to work with your significant other if you get along in that way. You know what I mean? But I also kind of feel like it's so easy to to let work like bleed into your relationship. So do you have any tips for everyone who's listening right now on how to not let that happen and how to make sure your relationship stays your relationship and like your business partnership stays your business partnership? Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll start with this one. I would say don't live in a one bedroom condo because <laughs> we, we did that for a year and it was extremely challenging, especially like Lisa takes the majority of the meetings. I, I sit in on a lot of meetings, but really she's the game planner, the, you know, the people, or she's the one that people want to talk to for her expertise. So when we were living in the condo, it's like, okay, Lisa's got three meetings today and I'm like confined to this like tiny little like space where I'm like basically have to just shut up and don't say anything and be quiet for those hours of the day and just work peacefully. And and yeah, it just like got to the point where you're just like always on top of each other. But since then we moved and we're in a, a townhouse now, three bedroom, we have an upstairs, a downstairs. So it's like, there's a lot more space, but you can definitely like, you got to draw the line. I guess with work and and your relationship too else else you're gonna have one and not the other which is it's a challenge especially when we're busy because like you know it could be like eight nine o'clock at night we're still working because we have deadlines to meet or whatever and then you know three or four days might go by and it's like our relationship is 99% work and one percent her and I but we try to really take our weekends off now and we have for the last couple years I would say is like unless there's something really pressing we do try to take our weekends and Make sure we spend that time together. We typically will go to the gym first thing in the morning every day together. So we have that kind of that bonding or that time together that's not work related. And then we always try to sit down and make sure we're having dinner together because it's not often that we'll be able to coordinate and have our lunches together throughout the day. So mm-hmm. just try to find balance the best you can. And, and just remember that if you don't, if we didn't have our relationship or the, the strength in our relationship that we have, that we wouldn't have the business that we have. So just make sure you prioritize what you need to. Yeah. Like a lot of my friends will say, I don't know how you work with your husband. Like I could never do that. Like he needs to be out of the house for whatever amount of time. And I'm like, I get that too, but there's pros and cons, which is definitely easier said than done to be able to separate them. Especially if one, like typically if people are working a nine to five at the dinner table, they're like, how was your day? What did you do at work today? Like that's the conversation. Whereas I feel like we could talk about work 24 seven if we wanted to. So something that I have been trying to work on is if we're out for a walk or something like that, go for a hike. I try not to bring up work as much as I can. I want that time to actually disconnect and talk about our house or something else. Totally, something totally random that's not work related. But when your business is your business together, I feel like that conversation can just easily slip in a lot. So like Brian said, like trying to do things outside of work together, if it's golfing, going up north, whatever the case may be, but having those other hobbies outside of just your business is important, but definitely just paying attention to when you're actually working, when you're not working and what conversations you can talk about outside of work. Mm. Um, I would say another one for sure is arguments. 
<laughs> when you work with your significant other, you're going to be more likely to argue work or non-work. From a work-related perspective, if I worked with a stranger, I will not argue with them the same as I working with Brian yeah. at all. So something that we had to learn or something that I had to learn for sure was those arguments that we had from a work-related standpoint try not to let that seep into the relationship. If I'm getting mad at him for something related to a client or I'm frustrated in some way, shape or form, how can I separate that argument and realize that that's not, I'm not fighting with my husband right now. I'm fighting with my coworker. Mm. I think that really like <laughs> helps us too, is that, you know, I, I don't feel like we're, we're two entrepreneurs trying to accomplish the same thing in the sense that like we're battling for dominance or it's my way or first year way. It's, it's I've really, you know, I have no shame in saying that this is Lisa's business. She's still on started it seven years ago and, and I'm very content and, and happy to be kind of essentially her right hand man and and basically like I don't try to overpower her. I don't try to say, well, we should do it this way. It's just like I'm your biggest resource. Whatever I can help you with, let me know. I'll do it. Whatever you can teach me, I'll learn it and I'll take care of it. And just try to I try to look at it that way rather than, you know, how can I make the business better or what, what can I bring to the table is to more just like use me as your backboard and just throw everything at me and I'll just try to keep us afloat. Hmm. That's really interesting to hear that because I feel like that's like one of the huge benefits and I want to hear some more benefits in just a second of working together. But, you know, what I like that you said there, you kind of said it without saying it, is there's like just the, and I think this would be, would be so key for people who are thinking about getting into business with their significant other like there's that underlying respect. You know what I mean? You both respect each other. And I feel like when you have that respect, that's when, you know, even if the, the things get difficult or you have challenges, you argue or all that kind of stuff. Yes, you're arguing with your business partner, but at the end of the day, you know, you still go to bed and like, you're still, you still love each other. You know what I mean? Because you have that underlying respect that no, no matter what really happens in the day, you know, you're kind of going to bed and it, it just is what it was, right? And I think that's really key. And, you know, I think that kind of goes into like splitting up the different responsibilities, which we're also going to touch on. But I want to hear before we dive into that, just a couple more benefits of working together. Um, maybe some that are maybe unknown to some people that you wouldn't even really consider. I would say the biggest thing, so Brian kind of touched on it, just having that person to throw something at. Like I have Brian to be my backboard if I need it. A lot of people, or even when I was working in my nine to five job, I felt very alone. Mm. Whereas if I was having a stressful day or something was going crazy, I couldn't just say, hey, employee or coworker, like I need you to do this for me. I need to take this off. So I have that flexibility from that side of things that I can throw things at Brian when I need to take a break or I need to relax or I'm too stressed out. I got to do something else. Like he, I know that I have him as my right side man, but or another one is really learning about each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah, obviously you're going to learn about each other throughout your relationship and as things come up in life, but I feel like we learn about each other in a very, very different way. Brian mentioned that he's not that entrepreneur spirit. He does have more of a, I don't want to say this in a negative way at all, but he has more of that worker bee mentality where I have that let's go, 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 let's drive, let's continue to grow mentality. So I think even learning that side of things, it, it opens up a whole new world of what you would actually know about each other. Mm -hmm. It's balance though, right? Like you're balancing because you can't really have two people who are both 
like that stronger, more like, I'm going to say dominating, but I don't mean it in a bad way. Like, you know, the person who's that go-getter, like it it just would be very difficult, I think, to be able to balance all of that if, you know, everyone and, you know, everyone who's like, has like a leading role in the company is like, kind of like this all day long. You know what I mean? So I think it makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is like a old hockey saying, but like, just know, you know, your lane and stay in it. Right. And that's why I try not to, to cross it and pretend like I'm going to take over the business. And, you know, it's, this is how it's supposed to be done. It's just like, <laughs> you're the boss, least like, <laughs> let, let, let me be, uh, let me be your biggest resource. And, and that's kind of what I just take pride on and being in, and contributing to the business for sure. I love that. That's amazing. And then when it comes to splitting up your different responsibilities and that kind of stuff, you've touched on it a little bit here and there because like clearly, you know, Lisa, you're more like, I would say the, you know, client facing, maybe more of like the creative side. I know like you and I have worked together on some projects for even in my business. And Brian, I think you're more like the ops and stuff like that, like operations and finance and stuff like that. Did you fall into those roles sort of naturally when you kind of joined in? Or, you know, did you try and pick up things that you were like, you know what, I'm really good at this. Like, I, w- I would like to take on some more of this. A uh, little bit of both. Like Lisa's really good with numbers, very responsible financially. And there's no doubt in my mind she could handle it all on her own. But, you know, I feel like that's my biggest strength, you know, like writing ad copy or writing emails or coming up with creative marketing campaign ideas is not my strength and not afraid to admit that. But you know, if, if it's like a contract negotiation or, you know, Lisa just wondering what to charge for something or, or something like that, it's definitely, definitely my strength, I would say. And then, but like with that being said, like going back to the emails and ads and all that stuff, it's like with an email campaign, like a lot of it will, will be tweaks and, and automations and like setting up uh, almost like computer or like AI work, you know, where it's just like tedious tasks that, it's like, okay, well, I can do that. You know, I don't have to come up with a creative plan or I don't have to write an email, like a, a persuasive email or something like that. That's definitely not my strength, but it's like, okay, this series of 15 emails need this tweak and this link added and stuff like that. It's like, okay, well, let me go in there and do that. You don't have to worry about wasting your time on that. So how it's kind of laid out now, like in the beginning, like even the financial side of things, like, I mean, I've been doing this for seven years now that that was kind of my baby. Like I always liked doing the invoicing, checking the books at the end of the month. Like I, I've always loved numbers and that's where kind of Brian and I are the same. So I had to let go of that side of my company to be able to kind of give that side of it to him, which was harder. But because I wasn't paying t- so much attention to the numbers, like even now I have no idea if an invoice is paid or not paid. I, I don't, I don't pay attention to it. That's Brian's thing. But it was still, I was the creative person. I'm the person that's doing all the strategic planning, the actual coming up with all of the content and everything. But I still needed that support to building out the email marketing campaigns, to making the tweaks on the sales funnels after it's designed, like stuff like that. That's very minor things, but does take a lot of time. Like a lot of our work is very tedious. So Brian has learned that stuff over time, whether it's me shooting a video and showing him how the first time. And now anytime I need him to build an automation from an email standpoint, he knows how. Mm-hmm. So he's taking on, I would say more operations for sure, financial side of things for sure, but even project management on the back end. I'm still that main project manager, but he's more, my right-hand man is the easiest way to put him. I love that. The other thing too, like just to add onto that is like we have at any given time somewhere between six or eight subcontractors working with us too. So these are all relationships that Lisa's built. But once like we 
you know, come up or have a, a new project and like an onboarding call or whatever my game plan, what it's going to be like a lot of it is like, okay, I'll take this and I'll make sure that Victor has everything he needs or I make sure Taya has everything she needs or make sure Michelle has everything she needs. And I'll kind of be that communication between our subcontractors just because I'm comfortable with it. And it's one less thing that Lisa has to do. Yeah. And you know what? It's so true too. Like even when we all work together, for example, like, you know, I'll send over all of the the stuff, but you're always the one to give me all of the assets. You know what I mean? And then I just know that Lisa's the one for the final review. You know what I mean? And yeah. like that process like works really well. And it's nice to be able to sort of have that because then, you know, you become more efficient with your time. Like, you know what I mean? And you be, you just are continuously each playing into your strengths. And then when you show up right. as like that best self every single day, that's when, you know, you have that client retention, you have those referrals, you have people that want to come back to your business because you know what you're doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? So let's go into this question here. It's my second last question for you today. I have a surprise question for you at the end that I didn't prep you for, but that's fine. Okay. So the last second last question that I have for you is what are some things that you would leave our listeners with in terms of avoiding when running a business with your partner? <laughs> I feel like we've kind of touched on a few of them, but mm. for sure, as Brian mentioned, don't live in a small condo during COVID <laughs> where you can't leave. That's that's a very, very big thing. Sounds um, out like a, it's like a, that's like a core memory for you guys, isn't it? Oh, it, it, it's a tough year. <laughs> tough year for everyone, but we didn't throw each other off the balcony. So here we are. That's a good we start. Did good. <laughs> I definitely think like for me, the biggest thing and something that took a very long time for me to learn is again, just not trying to look at things as separate, like your relationship separate, then your business is separate. So try to avoid combining those two. I'm not necessarily, I try not to think of him as my husband that I'm working with, although obviously he is. And at the end of the day, that's what it is. But it's like, I needed to learn how to separate the husband aspect from a business partner aspect. Yeah, that's a tough one. I don't know what my, uh, my biggest piece of advice would be, I guess, just like, know your defined roles and make sure that's communicated and you know what you're responsible for and you know don't leave things like up in the air that um oh, i think lisa's gonna do it or lisa's sitting there thinking i'm gonna do it and then we we look at, at each other and go well how come this didn't get done like both of us are very planned organized people so it's like everything like lisa especially but like everything is you know has a defined role time deadline like and what's expected right so it's like if i'm assigned something or if i'm doing something it's i know exactly what's to be expected and i'm not just like throwing it out there and saying like oh hopefully this is good enough it's like lisa's made it very clear what's needed and if i don't i just ask her and she'll maybe sometimes get frustrated and say well didn't you check your email or didn't you listen to me when i told you this the first time but it's it's <laughs> you're no, better off to no, just double check <laughs> yeah just to double check especially when you're dealing with clients right and like you want to make sure that uh, your brand's always being, you know, published or, or looked at the, at the right way. And you, mm -hmm. you never want to put anything out there or do something half-assed. So just make sure you guys are on the same page, know your own, know your roles and, and stay in your lane. And That's yeah. great advice. Um, I feel like, so Brian kind of touched on it there, but in terms of like what to actually avoid is, Brian says it to me all the time, we're on the same team. Mm -hmm. So avoid trying to compete with each other, avoid trying to, for me, over dominate for him trying to, I don't know, avoid 
even trying to take that dominancy away from me. Those would be like the main key. Just again, just stay in your lane, know your roles, but also realize that you have each other's back at the end of the day. And I would say avoid the lack of communication. Hmm. Relationships, business, it doesn't matter. Having that communication side of things is, that's just going to make everything easy. Mm. I love that. That's some really great advice, you guys. Um, I think this episode was so helpful for everyone who's listening, even if maybe they haven't considered or have considered working with their significant other. There's a lot to learn in here. And I think you both are an amazing example of how it works really well when you have the proper communication and systems and trust and respect. And I think that that's so important. And before I turn it back to you, Lisa, to close out the episode, I want to know from personal or business, whatever, however you want to take it, what is your favorite thing about each other? Oh, goodness. Let me write my <laughs> list. The thing I love most about Brian from a business side of things or life side of things in general, he always keeps it calm, everything calm. He always comes back to, hey, we're on the same team. Like, let's do this together. Life or business, like we're doing this together. We'll figure it out. So it's a stress reliever in a way, but also just it's a sense of that comfort too. I would say the, the biggest thing I love about you is that you always you always get it done. Like you always, I never have stress or panic or like the thought of like, oh crap, like we're going to fail at something or, or it's not going to get done or we're not going to get it done in time. Like I won't mention the client's name, but like a couple of days ago, Lisa was working on a client's website and like absolutely or accidentally like toggled the wrong switch or messed up a code somehow where the whole website went down and she was in a like a panic like oh my god I just like destroyed his website and I was cooking dinner I think I was like she'll figure it out like five minutes later she didn't say anything I was like you get it she's like yeah I got it and it's like I just that's a fresh example because it's in my mind but like you know like we'll take on a new client and the workload is like huge and another client all of a sudden gets on board and or another client has something going on and it's just like extremely overwhelming I can see the steam coming out of her head just like going to be like a crazy panic and just like I don't know she just we always figure out a way to get it done and I wouldn't say that she always necessarily keeps a cool head throughout the whole time but she's she's always she always finds a way to get it done and uh she's just very responsible that's amazing I love that so much. That's so great. You guys, thanks so much for sharing that with all of us. And the panic that went through my body when you said the website part. Oh my God. I I just had a life crisis internally. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It could have been bad. Yeah. It could have been really bad. But (laughs) let's be honest, like you guys will both always figure it out. So I'm not surprised at all to hear that it was fine. But thank you both so much for letting me interview you on this conversation. Lisa, I'll turn it back to you. uh, But I'm just so grateful for you both. So thanks so much for letting me be here today. Of course. And honestly, thank you, no, Simona. Thank you. We, uh, yeah, we appreciate you, you joining us and doing this for us today and, and everything you've, you've helped us with and been a huge part. I think, yeah, you've been an awesome, awesome asset to our business and we appreciate you very much. Thanks, Brian. Well, I feel like I should just be closed there. Mic drop, Brian. But no, honestly, <laughs> thank you so much. This has been fun. I kind of felt like a little bit of a therapy session, which is, I feel a little relieved and I should go give Brian a hug and guess. <laughs> but but for, <laughs> honestly, for all of our listeners, if you are considering working with your partner, if you have been doing that already and you're trying to figure out how to actually make it all work, I'll leave it with this. It is not for every single person. I know that there are a lot of couples out there who say they would never do what we do. Over time, you 
you figure out how to make it work. You figure out what works, what doesn't work, and you just continuously build and build and build. But during those times, something that really worked for me and something that I want to end this with is understanding the pros of what you're getting out of this. I would rather have Brian around me 24 seven than barely seeing him. And at the end of the day, that was my goal being able to have that flexibility together. Sure. There's days that I would say, yeah, go golfing. I don't want you home. You're going to have those days, but because we have the flexibility, he can go golfing. I can stay at home and work and whatever. We have that freedom to be able to do that. So it will be hard. It You will get through it. It is super fun. It is super challenging. But at the end of the day, if this is something that you really want and something that you've always envisioned, it's worth it in my opinion. So if you ever have any questions, if you ever need anything, advice, need someone just to throw something at because not many people understand our situation. I'm here. Brian's here. Simona is always here for anything from a podcast perspective or even life coaching perspective. So again, thank you so much, Simona. I appreciate you. And for everyone listening, thank you so much. I will see you again next week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for hanging out with me on this episode. I am so grateful that you show up each and every week. I hope these tips and tricks have brought you some new ideas and new inspiration for your business. If you love this conversation, let me hear it. Leave us a rating and review on the More Than Social podcast and be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Share it with someone who you know needs this message and together, let's make an impact and let's make a business that we love. I'll see you next week. Thank you.